0: Aloha, what is up Penn Nation? You are now tuned into yet another edition of bjpen.com radio. As always guys, I'm your host Jay Kinch. Pleasure to be here with you. We are back with yet another one my friends. bjpen.com radio, the fighter's voice. We're going to be airing more frequently now. Rather than the weekly lineup with a few guests, we're just going to start putting out these episodes as the interviews come in and uh while we st- we will still be doing the show weekly, we're also going to be putting out multiple episodes a week, most likely. We're still the fighter's voice. BJPenn.com is still the fighter's voice. We're still the voice of you guys, the fans. But we're going to be continuing to, to bring these voices more frequently now, more regularly. Also, I think I'm going to stop wasting your guys' time in the beginning of the show uh, talking about some news. We're just going to chat it up with these athletes, keep it moving, and talk about the stuff that you guys actually want to hear. So before we get into the guests... You guys already know this, your home for MMA news is BJPenn.com. We are your premier source for all things mixed martial arts. We've launched a new layout for the site, which I think is pretty dope. BJ, Chris, and Rude Boy Troy, they're doing the play-by-play radio show, and we are just getting started, folks. Make sure you follow us on social media, stay up to date. You guys know where to find us already, and you already know that BJPenn.com has got you covered when it comes to everything you crave from the sport that you love. So tonight's episode, episode seventy-two, BJPenn.com Radio, The Fighter's Voice. First guest of the evening, Jessica Aguilar, Jag. She'll be discussing the fight falling through with Livia Souza at UFC Austin. She'll be talking about her time away from action, how eager she is to get back in there, how quickly she'd like to have another fight lined up, what she has left to accomplish in mixed martial arts. You know, being one of the pioneers of the sport. Uh, For women, what she has left to accomplish and a whole lot more. Great conversation with her. Second guest of the evening. The Spartan, the main event, trademark included, Elias Theodoro. He's going to break down this new venture as being the first ever ring card boy. Again, trademark included. You'll hear him talk about this. For Invicta uh, coming up very soon. From how the deal was made, what he hopes to accomplish by doing this as far as a, a social commentary or, or culturally, if you will. We'll talk about his planned attire, uh, the response he's expecting to get from the crowd, from the fans, from the fighters as well. Everything in between. And of course, we're going to discuss what he has planned for his next fight uh, and who he thinks he should fight next. All that and much more bjpenn.com radio everything you crave from the sport you love we are the fighter's voice let's jump right into it coming up next jessica aguilar penn nation please welcome back to the show a true pioneer of women's mma jessica aguilar thanks as always for taking the time to join us tonight jessica i assume that you're down in florida right now
1: yes i am i am i'm actually uh, gonna be heading down to orlando soon so uh thank you guys for having me and uh yeah let's let's talk
0: <laughs> as i said always a pleasure great conversation with you uh the previous times with that we've had an opportunity to speak obviously much to discuss but before we get into it i gotta know how is life at the juice bar i hope that you're busy and making some good money
1: yeah you know life at the juice bar is good i can't complain um you know people love it we're growing so it's all good man it's all good you know it's 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 uh, very convenient because i get to uh you know I get to work and then go train, and uh, it's just all all there, right? So it's, I'm, I'm I'm lucky.
0: So I know that uh, you know, being an owner of a small business like that, especially in in the food industry, very difficult stuff. A lot of things to juggle. I'm wondering, you know, how, how labor intensive is it for you on a day to day basis to run an, uh, a business like that?
1: Well, like I said, Jason, I'm super lucky. You know, I you know, I'm obviously. Uh, my partner and I, my fiance and I, uh, work at Juice Bar. So she's the one that, uh, has the, you know, she's the one that, that holds it down. She makes the order. She actually runs the place. So, you know, um, she helps me. I mean, it's, it's all her. Mostly it's all her because I have to like, you know, um, I mean, I help her out. I help out with some things, but for the most part, she has to take over because I'm, I can't be there all the time. Right. So uh, I'm lucky to have her, and, and uh, you know, she she holds it down for us.
0: <laughs> very good. Who does the finances?
1: Oh, I do the finance part. Yeah, I do the finance part. So the finance part for me is easy. She takes orders, she does all of that, and, uh, you know, the finance part is, is pretty easy. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, so we were all very excited to see you back in action last week in Austin, uh, but Livia Souza... Pulled out with a hand, hand injury. First off, i got to know, tell us about how you got the news and how bummed were you with this? What was your initial reaction?
1: Yeah, well, you know, it was, uh, I mean, I was super happy, obviously, to, to get back in there. I was feeling good. Uh, training, the camp went perfect. And uh, just, you know, I was happy to get it to get back in there with someone my size. Um, so uh, I actually got the call a week before the Austin fight, it was, uh, yeah, it was the last, the last day of sparring. And, um you know, obviously I thought my management was playing with me and they called me and they said, hey, you know, uh, Livia's injured. And uh, I was like, no, you're playing with me. He's like, no, no, she's injured. But, you know, we're going to be looking for some, we're, they're looking for someone else. And I said, okay, cool. Um, so I stayed optimistic. Uh, I was pretty bummed because I had trained, you know, I had trained my ass off for, for, for Livia and everything was perfect, everything was, be- you know, really good, I was in shape, I felt super, super ready, you know, um, my, my body felt amazing, and, and I was healthy, so there was a few replacements, um, that came through, um, and then they just, they, for some reason or another, they, then they backed out, so, um, you know, it's been, it's been pretty, it's been pretty, I've been pretty bummed out, but I really get, want to get back in there, and, and, uh, you know, and fight. Um, you know, I understand that it's, they're having a hard time finding fights for me, but, you know, I'm doing my, my, my end to, uh, with all the training and, and staying ready and, and, uh, taking the fights. Um, you know, I, I was ready for those, for the other girls that came through, but, you know, like I said, they they, they ended up backing out, so um, here we are, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm going to stay ready, I'm going to stay, I'm going to be waiting, and, uh, you know, I want to just get back in there and and, uh, make my paycheck.
0: Well, you you covered a lot of bases there. First off, I can only imagine, you know, how much the the wind is taken out of your sails when you're having such an incredible camp like you're talking about, and then all of a sudden there is no fight, and the possibility of uh, no replacements coming up either, uh, but first off, you mentioned that there was some names thrown around. You, you care to drop any names? Who was a possibility for rep- uh, replacement for Souza?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, the first one—I mean, I, I'm not—I post and stuff, but I'm not really good at social media, so I have to get better with that. Um, there was—I don't know—Jody. Uh, I think uh, Jody. Let see. I'm um, nombre my number to Jody. Jody Uh She had. I think reposted one of my Instagram posts or something, saying like, "Oh, I'll be your Huckleberry," which whatever that means. <laughs> um, and so, and so, yeah, and so I was like, "Okay, cool, you know, that's awesome." I mean, we got a fight, so I'm like, "Yeah, I, I'm down. Let's let's do it. Let's take it." And then my management comes back and tells me, "Oh no, you know, she backed out." I'm like, "What do you mean she backed out? She's the one that wants to. She's you know, she's the one that called me out and was available." So. Um, then, I guess, another two days or whatever went by, and he was like, just hold on, we're, we're trying, you know, make a try, and, you know, they're doing everything they can. I said, okay, cool. So, I stayed training, my head was in, and then he uh, he brought another name. Um, he brought, um, Soza, Soza, hold on, oh my God, Tatiana Souza. Okay. Soza, right? And he brought that name up, and I was like, all right, well, let's let's go, you know. They were like, okay, she, this was like two weeks out or a week out. Oh, two weeks out, actually a two weeks out, it would have be been two weeks out of March 3rd. So that was for the Vegas card. So I was like, yeah, okay, let's, let's do it. And um then something happened where they backed out because I think she couldn't make weight. So it's been pretty, you know, it's been, uh, you know how it is. It's, this is, it's the fight game, but you know, uh, now I'm back to waiting again.
0: Well, still, Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I,
1: so it's, you know, it's pretty hard, you know, you, you, you go through camp, you, you, uh, prepare, you spend so much money, and, uh, and then, you know, you're back at, you're back to waiting. Absolutely. So, uh, I I mean, I love to fight, it's my passion, and, and, you know, I'm just really excited to, to get back in there, you know, now that I'm healthy and, and, uh, and all, but it's, it's been pretty rough.
0: Yeah, so. I can, like I said, I can only imagine. I mean, uh, your super long layoff, about to return. Everybody's excited for it. The fight gets pulled out from under you, and then the fr- frustrations of, of not having something uh, something else to co- come to fruition. Um, I know you've got a lot going on, got a lot going on outside of fighting. But we always hear about how things, these kind of things affect fighters financially. Was this a big blow to you there? Or, and did the UFC compensate you at all?
1: No, no, and obviously, of course it's a big blow. you know, time there's it, it, you know, even though I have my own business that that's separate. That has nothing to do, you know it's it's still really hard um at, in the fight game. it's it's like you said, this is a small business, and um you know it's going great, but it's still i mean i'm I'm not making I haven't you know within the last three years, I've been not not active, I've been inactive um and uh so i dropped you know off of the rankings and uh, and i fought twice in about what the last 3 years i've only fought twice so you know when you don't fight you don't get paid so it's it's uh, it's uh it's pretty it's it's been pretty rough it's been pretty rough um like i said i love to fight it's my passion and and i was really excited to fight in the ufc you know and eventually retire there um you know like we all know i fought for for you know, many of the, the the MMA organizations, but I felt that being with the UFC, I would have the opportunity to kind of like you know do my thing and tell my story, but I haven't been able to yet. Um, and now it's it's been you know obviously the girls don't take fights because I'm off the rankings and I'm a tough opponent, but still it's this is our this is this is the way I live. This is you know this is my living. This is the way I make my money, um, and you know, it's like the girls kind of like pick and choose, you know. The guys, the guys will probably, they fight more than, the, you know, they, they'll take fights. But the girls are, they don't they don't like to fight just anyone. They don't like the challenge. So uh, and, that's what we're dealing with right now.
0: And and that's kind of a testament to, to your veteran status and having that old school mentality uh, as a, as a woman's mixed martial artist that maybe the men have that some of the new age women's MMA fighters do not have. Just give me a name. We're gonna take the fight, and there is no argument.
1: Right. That's yeah. That's the old. That's old school. And you know, I appreciate everything uh, that Mick and my management and the OC are doing to, to get me a fight. I just it just hasn't been. Um. You know. I, I don't. I don't know. It's just. It's been really hard. So. You know. I, I'm just excited. I'm ready to get back in there and. Uh, you know. Uh, continue my journey. I mean, I don't have a lot of a lot. Of, I don't have a much longer, but you know. um the, the these few years that I do have I, I really want to kind of uh, you know uh, enjoy them and uh, you know give it all give it, give it all I have
0: absolutely make the best of it and and as you said what a better way to close out a historic career than with the biggest promotion within the sport uh, but, but you covered a lot of bases there some of it I'd like to get to in a moment but before we do that I wanted to talk about the the um, You know, fighting in Austin, I mean, I know there would have been a ton of Latino support for you there, a tremendous amount in Texas, Uh, such a shame that they couldn't have put you on that card, but was there any talk of possibly fighting in Orlando? I know that would have been big for you as well.
1: Um, yeah, I mean they—they they were trying to get me in either of the cars that they could, whether it was—I mean, rebook me for the Austin, which you know I had a lot of friends and family and and people, you know, there were I was had a lot of supporters going, which you know I want to thank and and I I always appreciate uh, you know them following me and supporting me, um, so but. Yeah, they, they, they told me, you know, we'll try to get you on Orlando or or the Vegas, but we can't promise anything. So, I mean, yeah, Orlando would have been huge, too, since I'm, you know, from American top team. We have three of uh, our guys fighting tonight, um, or tonight, tomorrow tomorrow night. That would have been a huge card, yeah. Um, my days are, are off. And, uh, you know, it's just a, it's, it was a really good card, but I'm excited to, to be a part. You know, I'm, I'm driving down the... This evening, and uh, you know, to watch uh, my Tisha Tisha's fight is there, so I'm going to support her too, and, and my teammates. Um, but yeah, it, w- it would have been pretty pretty awesome to fight in Orlando here in Florida.
0: Well, I know that there's been talk, uh, there's been some rumors circulating that they want to do uh, Whitaker versus Romero too. In or uh Miami, if I'm not mistaken, that would that would be a great opportunity yeah. for you. But I can only imagine that you want to compete much much sooner. Speaking of the time away, I know the last time we spoke, I'm 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 forgetting reasons why, but you know we haven't seen you in quite some time. What was the reason for the long layoff?
1: Well, yeah, you know, I had a few injuries. Um, after my last fight with Courtney Casey, I had a, another labrum uh, shoulder surgery. So, um, you know, but now I'm like eight months. Eight months off of that uh, post-op, so um, that was the other reason for, for the long layoff. I mean, I've, I've like I said, these three, past three years have been pretty rough for me. Uh, I've had like uh, some some several injuries um, happening, and I've been trying to get over those, and then I get back, and I you know have to go back under, and so. Um, but you know, like I said, for this camp, everything went great. I felt great. My body feels good. I feel like I'm getting my rhythm back. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, it's the fight game, this is what happens, and now I'm just going to stay healthy, ready, and, and uh, you know, just, just keep waiting again
0: you, you for talk, another opportunity. Absolutely. Well, you, you talked about uh, longevity there and, and, and uh, you know, the, the bumps and bruises that come along with this sport. I, I believe that you posted something on social media 12 years in MMA, is that correct?
1: Yeah right twelve years that would have been really cool actually now that you mention that I forgot it, it would have been like an epic night in Austin because uh, February 18th would have marked my 12th year anniversary and I was gonna that was that was the day that the fight was so I was super pumped about that um, yeah it's been 12 years man 12 years I can't believe it went by so quick um, you know and I, I like I, I'm you know I feel happy about my my career but I'm just right now these last. This, this last few years haven't been um, quite as as, uh, as I you know thought or, or wanted it but I guess it's, it's the sport and it's life and this is the kind of things that happen but I'm not gonna give up yet you know I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not ready um, I feel good and and uh, I still have I, I still have a lot a lot uh, a lot to give um, have you know the story the story of my, my journey um, to 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 share with everyone so
0: it's not over yet i couldn't agree more and not to mention the story your history of the sport the the longevity that you've had uh but also you're a great representative and ambassador of mixed martial arts as well so um I, i could not agree with you there more but you mentioned courtney casey there was a bunch of controversy after that fight with the drug test the fight being overturned turned back again what was your reaction to all of that
1: no, 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 no. Everything's clear. I told I feel terribly sorry for her, so um, I think uh, you know, I don't know where where full it through, it's been a while back, but um and so the so USADA, what Usada does is they keep a history of our of our you know, of our when they test us and um they uh her levels have been like that since she's been tested with USADA. Um, in, in each state, I think the, the level of testosterone is a different percentage, a different... Uh, it's different in every state. Right. Like each commission has their, their, their different levels or their different requirements, right? And so in the state of Texas, it happened to be like a 4.4, I think, and she happened to be 6.0 or something. It was higher. Uh, but her going back in her history with USADA they're testing it's it's been regular so that's just her that's it's, it's it's her normal she and and obviously we had her you know they they did the the double sample, they sampled it again and and nothing came up so um i was i felt really bad because of you know how they post they they put it out there and and um uh, put, put that out there about her but uh yeah no if it's fair it's fair and and uh, you know USADA, I was really close to USADA looking into all of that and um it wasn't it wasn't anything she took um so I, that's all I was I, I just wanted to be a fair fair fight a fair a fair game um if she took something then yes that's not fair but you know it, that wasn't the the, the, the situation
0: right <clears throat> right and and very diplomatic of you uh, throughout I must say but, you know, given your record in MMA being a pioneer as we've discussed, you know, coming into the UFC with a fair amount of hype from World Series of Fighting and, and all of the promotions that you've competed in worldwide, I can only imagine how eager you are to finally get a win in the UFC and showcase these skills that we've all been accustomed to seeing from you.
1: Yeah, of course, man. You know, I've been wanting to. You know, this this fight was the fight I was gonna be like, oh my gosh, this is this is it. it's my twelve year anniversary. You know, it's it's a perfect matchup. It, it was just, you know, it was it was a it was going to be a good night. But it's it, it is what it is, and I'm looking forward now. I I I'm just waiting, and I hope that they find me. You know, they put me on an April card as soon as possible. And, uh, and then I get my chance to show, you know, to show my skills and to get back in there, to get my hand raised and, and get back on that winning, you know, and make, I want to get back on the rankings. Like, this is, you know, I, I, I know, I know that, that, um, that I'm, I'm in the top ten of, of the division. I know that I'm in the top five of the division and, and I can, uh, I can work my way back up. But, uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward for that.
0: Yeah, I mean, being one of the veterans of the sport, formally being ranked as one of the best in the division by the many best. people. By in many people. The
1: best.
0: Yeah, the best, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I
1: was ranked the Ab- best over five years.
0: Absolutely. I, I,
1: I went ten fights without losing, and it wasn't like I, it was easy fights. You know, look at my record. I have the longest record in the strawweight division. I have the most fights in the strawweight division. I fought... I, Fought the best to be the best, and that was back in the day. That was Megumi Fuji. If not a lot of people know her, that you know, I mean, you got to get educated in MMA a little bit, but, right? Um, you know, I don't talk about, I don't, I don't talk, I don't talk a lot about my, my 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 achievements and all of that. But you know, I've won gold medals for the U.S. grappling team. I, you know, I've competed so many jiu-jitsu tournaments and and, and you know have beat. Um, some some big names and and done a lot in the sport and I want to continue to do that you know so um, and and continue sharing my story and helping the new generation because it's it's uh, it's pretty amazing now the growth uh, that that is that's happening um, so I want to be a part of that as well
0: you mentioned it there how much things have changed the growth of, of, of mixed martial arts and women's mixed martial arts in particular you know given all of that and how, how much things have changed in, in such a short time for you and and for uh the entirety of, of all of all these women in mixed martial arts do you feel like you still belong at the, in the elite at strawweight? do you still have title aspirations absolutely
1: do they do I, do I believe or no I know that I know that, and that's why I keep fighting so hard because I know that I'm better than, than what I'm at right now. Um, but you know, the, it's the sport. There's the it's a new it's the evolution, um, and I, you know, since the it was it's hard for me to understand. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I know that I fell off the rankings due to to the lack of it, being inactive yeah. um, for so long. But uh, you know, it, it's it's crazy to me how they rank. How they rank people now? It's I don't know. I I really don't understand the rankings. I really nobody, don't does. <laughs> it used, it used, nobody yeah, does. It used yeah right. It used to be where like you the best you have to beat the best to the be the best. You know now it's just like you know, who's more popular who you know, I don't know. I
0: just Yeah, I, it used to but be But that's just another
1: that's another topic and I don't even want to
0: sound know, like <laughs> right. a complainer. Me neither, no, me, no, me neither, me neither. It, it you used know, to be I
1: just, I, I just wanna fight. I wanna stay healthy, I wanna fight, I want another opportunity to get back in there as soon as possible, get the win and keep moving on. I wanna stay active after you know, after hopefully I get a fight here soon and and uh, you know, I I, I went in a in a great fashion and and then i want to stay busy and uh just keep climbing and, and do what i have to do to get back up there i just got to put in the work and I, I i'm not willing to do that i'm not willing to pick my fights i'm willing to you know fight whoever they put in front of me
0: well your track your track record has, has certainly shown that but you make a great point with the rankings uh nobody really knows what's going on and in reality it should be who is has beaten who and that's how we should base it, not popularity contest, as you were talking about. But if you were able to handpick somebody, any matchup at this point, regardless of rankings or politics, you know, aside from the champion, who do you think would be the best matchup for you? Who would you choose? The best matchup? I don't even know about
1: the best matchup, but somebody that I would like to fight. <laughs> I'll tell you somebody that I would like to fight before my career is over. I really want to get my hands on Carla Sparza again, <laughs> so let's just put it out there. Okay. Uh, I don't even know if it's a good matchup. I don't care if it's a good matchup or not. But I'll train my ass off to beat her ass. So excuse my, excuse my language, Jason. But yeah, that's somebody that I that I, I really want to um, get back into with. And I've already beat her once, but she's talked so much that you know I she makes me want to get back into with her. <laughs>
0: And, he, and well, I'm,
1: I'm not, and I'm not that kind of person. Like, I don't like, I really don't have problems with anyone. Like, as a female fighter, I respect, you know, for me, martial art is, is like old school. I, it's, it's about respect and honor and all of that stuff. So, and I know that it, it's changed a lot with like, people have to talk, you know, you have to be a certain way to be more popular and, you know, all these things. But, um, that's somebody I, I, I want to get back in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we in we we, yeah. we. I've talked about it time and time again on the show. The era of trash talk and how I do miss the old school of, of the Bushido code and honor and respect amongst your opponents. Uh, but you know, you mentioned Sparza there. She's certainly still very relevant in in the sport in the division. Um, Great. Right. I mean, that, that, that that's a good matchup for me. I would make that fight. H- how many fights do you yeah, think you need to, but, to get back into that upper echelon of the division? One or two or one big performance yeah, and you're right I, back I thought, in the mix? I would
1: say, I think I would say one or two. You know, I would have to go, get back in there and, and win, like, in the you know, like, do my thing and uh, take people out, one, two, and, and I think I, 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 you know, I'd be back in the mix one or two fights. I mean, if anyone takes them, I understand that they're they're, it's have, they're having a hard time. But you know, I'm sure there's somebody out there that that wants to make a paycheck like I do and and wants to you know challenge themselves and get a fight. So hey, the old lady's right here,
0: waiting. <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you look at the landscape in the division, again, we've talked about a lot has changed. Who are you most impressed with?
1: Uh, you know what. I'm really impressed with Tisha. Honestly, she's, you know, I'm so proud of her. She's 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 worked her way up, and, uh, you know, she's she's going to do her thing tomorrow, and, and I think she's, uh, I've been impressed with her the most. I have Rose, obviously, Rose Number Jr. Also, I've seen her growth, and, you know, um, she's a champ in the division now, so I'm, I'm really impressed with her. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, those two. Those two have... I've seen them grow, and and now they're you know, they're they're on top. So it's 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 good to see it's good to see good people on top and and doing their thing, you
0: know. Absolutely, Tisha's always been talented. Uh... I mean, you can't say enough about her, the tiny tornado. I've had a good opportun- uh, good relationship with Raquel uh, throughout the years, and, and seeing all of that play out is very cool as well. But you mentioned Rose there, and we were talking about the Bushido code and the- and moving away from trash talk maybe. It would be a great thing yep. to see in this sport. Um, what did you think of her performance against Yuan in the first fight, and how do you think she's going to do in the rematch?
1: Well, in the first fight, I mean, it could not have gotten any more, any perfect, right? It was like a perfect, perfect, uh, a perfect fight for her. Um, I think she was in. She was in the zone. She was sent She was like there. She was aware of everything. She was, you know, she was there, um, and she did it. She she. I mean, that was perfect. Um, the second time around, it's gonna be. It's gonna be tough, you know. I think. Um, I think she can do it again. Um, you know, she has the skills to do it again, uh, but I think, you know, Joanna's preparing, obviously, Joanna's my teammate now, and, and, uh, she trains at America's top team, she's preparing really hard, and, and, uh, she really, you know, she really wants to get her belt back, so, um, it's going to be interesting, but, um, I definitely think that, uh, Rose, Rose can
2: do that again.
0: You, know, you talk about ATT there and, and all of the incredible athletes at that gym. I Luckily, at BJPenn.com, we've had the opportunity to work with so many of the guys and gals from that gym. Man, what is it like just walking in there on, to, on a day-to-day basis and just seeing such a wide variety of all these top-notch MMA athletes from all kinds of divisions?
1: Okay, could you say that again, Jason? I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, 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 no problem. I was just saying that, um, you know, at the website, we've had... The pleasure of working with so many people from ATT, and um, I'm just wondering what it's like to walk into the gym daily and see this wide array of athletes and the top of their games from all across all divisions.
1: It's amazing. You know, it's just like another day. I mean, I've been there also for 12 years, and it's it's, just like home, you know. It's going in, you see all these guys, and, you know, most people, they walk in, they're like, oh my gosh, did you see so-and-so, you know? <laughs> um, and, and it's just a great, it's a great feeling because there are, you know, you're, you're, you're training with other champions and, you know, it's, it's just a great environment. And, and I think that, um, to, it just motivates, it just, we just motivate each other, the energy and, and, uh, you know, I hope that, that we can, we're doing that for, for, for the youth that's watching us as well, that's yeah. planning to go in our direction, so. Uh, it's pretty cool it's a pretty cool uh it's a pretty cool experience it's been a pretty cool experience of you know uh, being at ATT for so many years it's a, it's just like any other gym you know there's good and bad and and uh, but i mean the gym is full of champions and and uh, it's full of talent it's full of, you know we got some of the best coaches in the world and um so it's just it's and you know i c- couldn't have a better opportunity also to to have my business there, so you know it's it's I I uh, I'm very grateful uh, to Dan Lambert um, for everything he's he's done for for our Spiders there at American Top Team.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you what, not a not enough credit gets thrown Dan Lambert's way in this day and age. That is yeah. For sure. So
1: yeah, so we want to throw that credit. I'm you know I'm always I'm very appreciative for people that do good things for our sport, and I mean I, I think he has a lot to do with with the growth of, of our sport
0: absolutely absolutely and you're definitely one of the ogs of the gym that is for sure
1: oh that's for sure you do know <laughs> it. i mean i was the first i was the first girl there so it's pretty cool too to say that um and uh i've seen a lot you know i've seen everything from from the beginning of att and it's you know i'm still there i'm still we're still doing it
0: Right. Well, obviously, it's your home. I mean, looking forward, I, I don't want to look past fighting at all, but, I mean, later on in life, do, do you see yourself being a part of the gym? I, obviously, the business is there, but do you see yourself maybe taking a coaching role after fighting?
1: I've, I've thought of that, yes. I've even spoken to Dan about about doing that, and he's like, of course, you know. Yeah, I've, I've thought about that. Um, but I also, I mean, I've, I've also had, you know, I, My idea is also to open my own gym. You know, maybe an American Top Team. You know, there's different. There's there's some ideas that I have and some things that I want. But like I said, I don't want to look like you said. I don't want to look past my fighting. Um, I'm really hoping that you know that a fight that a fight comes up um, for me, so that I keep doing what I love to do. You know, for a little a little while longer.
0: Absolutely. And listen, you've been more than generous with your time. I just have a couple more questions here for you. Um, we, we've talked about potential opponents, how quickly, I mean, you're ready to go now at this point, Carlos Asparza comes up, uh, a name that comes to mind, but barring any injuries or any more fight cancellations, hoping that that does not happen to you again, how many times would you like to compete this year?
1: As much as I can, I'll be a cowboy Cerrone, man. Call me up and I'm there. (laughs) I want to turn into that cowboy Cerrone. Just call me up and hey, let's go. I'll saddle up and (laughs) let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, no, I want to be. I want to be active. I want to get my rhythm back and I want to get back in the mix. And I really want to, you know, like I said, enjoy the little, the little, the little while that I have. Um, to go in the sport, I really want to enjoy it and be active, stay active. I want to catch up with the paycheck that I haven't made in the past three, three three and a half years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I, certainly I, I certainly look forward to it. I certainly look forward to it, and it's always a pleasure to not only speak with you, but even more so to watch you fight. Uh, definitely a veteran of the game. I guess in conclusion, and thank you again, great conversation as always. In conclusion, tell all the Jag fans out there what they can expect from you this year. How soon should we hope to have some news of your next fight, and uh, what can we all expect to see when you finally get back into the cage?
1: Well, um, I hope that I get a call here soon, or you know, either April, or as soon as possible, it doesn't matter when. Um, I want to fight here in the States, I don't want to, you know, I was hoping, I, I heard that there was a little rumor going on, maybe Chile, or, you know, um, but... If not, I want to come back here in the States. I don't want to leave my, my money back in other, sh- you know, it, the taxes that they take out of, of us, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot. So, um, and what can you expect from me? Well, I, you know, I want I want the old Jag to come and you guys can see some, some my, my hand raised again and, and uh, I want to get back in the mix.
0: Alright, I I have no doubt that that you will do so, I so much look forward to the fight being announced, the next fight, and you getting back into action, always a pleasure to speak with you Jessica, any shout outs or uh, sponsors you'd like to plug uh, before we let you go?
1: No, I just want to thank all my fans, thank you Jason for sharing my story, and and, uh, thank my management, first round, Dan Lambert, and uh, no, you I mean you guys can follow me on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Jag and my my on Facebook you can like my fan page it's Jessica Jag Aguilar and uh, yeah just plug you know, stay in touch with me if you have any questions or you want any seminars or anything, DM me. Um, but again Jason, thank you so much and I hope that I get some news uh, some fight news soon.
0: For sure, and once you do, I'd love to have you back on. We can catch up uh, once the fight finally gets announced, and many more times throughout this year. I look forward to your activity uh, throughout 2018. Always a pleasure. Thank you very much. You have a wonderful evening down there in Florida.
1: Thank you so much, Jason. You too. Have a good one.
0: All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. So I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation with Jessica. For anybody that's not familiar with her, go back, read up on her, watch her old fights. And you'll start to understand just how good she is and how long she's been working very hard in this game. I certainly hope that she gets the fight announced soon and uh, we see her return to that form that we all know she's capable of. Uh, hopefully the fight with Karza Sparza. There's a lot of cool opportunities for her on the horizon if she can put together a couple of big wins and uh, hopefully get that title shot eventually. But as I promised, we're going to keep it moving, guys. Coming up next, UFC middleweight. A man who's done a hell of a job marketing himself. He'll be the first ever ring card boy, trademark included, Elias Theodoro, the Spartan, the main event. We'll be discussing all the projects he has going on, who he'd like to fight next, what makes sense for him, what timeline makes sense for him, whether or not this ring card boy thing is going to be a recurring role for him going forward, and a whole lot more. Coming up next... The Spartan, Elias Theodoro. BJPenn.com Radio, the fighter's voice. All right, Penn Nation, please welcome back to the show the man with the best hair in the business, known as the Spartan, sometimes known as the main event, more recently known as the main event, Elias Theodoro. Thanks for joining us tonight, Elias. Much to discuss, of course. But first off, man, tell me how is your 2018 going so far?
2: Uh, So far, so good. Um... First and foremost, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure to chat. Um, yeah, no, uh, out to the gate running in many different fields outside of the cage and looking hopefully to get back in there in the cage soon. Um, really busy week, uh, but having fun the whole dang way through.
0: <laughs> I have no doubt, man. I want to say the last time we spoke was like right before the Cesar Her- Caesar Her- Fajeda fight. Uh, been a while, man. It's, since you've since you've had that fight, you've gone one and one in the UFC. Most recent win was over Dan Kelly in Sydney, Australia. Before we get into this awesome news, being the uh, ring card guy for Invicta, what's next for you? Any news on an opponent?
2: Uh, no news yet. Uh, looking to jump in uh, April-ish, April-May, um, but always ready. Uh, I'm a professional athlete through and even though I have a very busy day um, you know, outside the cage, I'm still training every single day, and a uh, professional athlete as well.
0: For sure. So you mentioned April. There is there any uh, venue or date you have in mind in particular?
2: Yeah. No. I I think a lot of this also depends on who's available. Uh, obviously, I want to look to the top fifteen. Um, you know, I, I had my eyes on someone like Christophe Jocko. I had my eyes with like you know someone potentially like Paulo Costa. But they're they're now all paired up. So I think one person that's available that isn't necessarily on the top fifteen but just makes sense in order and would be, a uh, you know, an honor to, to compete against them would be Talos latest. Uh He's had a lot of fights um, in the UFC. He's a vet. He's had a resurgence in his striking. Um, so he's, you know, obviously a dangerous ace on the, on the ground. Um, but he's also, you know, showed that he has some hands on him, heavy hands on him. Um, and I think it would be a test to me because... Um, you know, I put myself in different positions where he could take advantage of, and it will force me to think around that and not give up my neck at any point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not against a guy like that, that's for sure. I, yeah. I would agree with you there. Uh, but you know, it sounds like you're a man with a plan. Not only do you know when you want to compete, you have some opponents in mind. I mean, how realistically, how, how soon would you like to have an announcement?
2: Um, I uh, have, uh, the next match. Sorry, I didn't quite hear you there.
0: No, I mean, uh, you, you, like I said, you're a man with a plan at this point. You know who you'd like to compete against, but I mean, h- how quickly, how soon would you like to have something finalized?
2: Yeah, no, I want to fight in April. Um, I'm, I'm talking to my manager, and again, like I mentioned, a lot of this has to do with who's available. There's, you know, I like to look at it in the best kind of way, but UFC's a, a traveling circus. It literally opens up shop and, and it's moving at the moment. So. You know, I want to fight as soon as possible, but I'm very easily uh, keeping myself entertained in the many different things I have going outside. Right,
0: right, right. So the next few weeks, coming month, hopefully you'll have uh, something finalized, something, a contract signed for your next fight.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, uh, And again, uh, my management's in 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 conversation with Mick, and we'll we'll figure out something soon. I'm not too concerned about it, and I want to stay active.
0: True, true, true. I have no doubt. Now, uh, again, a ton to discuss with you, but real quick, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, Yoel Romero finishing Luke Rockhold.
2: It was a devastating attack um, in regards to finish. Um, no, Yoel is one of, if not like, really top, pound for pound, best athletes to ever compete in. Um, Again, at, at his age and his ability to just jump into mixed martial arts with such success um, is again—he's forty and he's just at the top of the heat. Imagine if uh, he entered mixed martial arts at thirty. You right. know what I mean? So it's—it's right. it's a very—it's a very impressive what he's been able to accomplish.
0: Without a doubt. Who are you picking for the eventual rematch between Yoel and Bobby Knuckles?
2: Well, it was a very close fight, but I think. Um, I gotta go with Bobby, uh, and he is very confident at just using his style and just pushing through. There were a lot of moments where Joel was giving him trouble, but he was able to just push through, even to the point that his body couldn't keep up And in the case of his knee.
0: Very true. I'm very much looking forward to that one. Uh, like you said, competitive, uh, but you kind of got to, obviously given on the first fight and considering the injury, you have to lean towards, uh, towards Whitaker, but, uh, very excited for that. All right, so the big news, the big announcement from, from last week, you're going to be the first ever ring card man for Invicta 28 next month. Not only is this a history-making event here, but a very cool move by you, if I must say my, myself. Tell us how it all came about. Was it your idea, and who approached you?
2: Yeah, no, uh, obviously uh, it was really exciting idea, and an well, exciting week uh, on just you know uh, an idea that's kind of been in works for a couple of weeks, um, a month or so now. Um, I, I used it as an opportunity to launch my YouTube channel, the main event, trademark included. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I have a whole bunch of, like, really fun ideas that I want to um, present to the world. And this is, I thought, a really good one to start off with. I, I think it would obviously grab a lot of attention, um, you know, be something completely different that no one else has uh, tried before, um, and drive a very, what's I think is a very important conversation in regards to equality. Um, I think, you know, there's been, in the last little bit, there has been some, like some places, um, rather, in England have removed uh, the idea of ring girls um, in any capacity in some of the sporting events. And I think in the true... Uh, pursuit of equality, the answer is not less, it's more. And that's what I'm trying to accomplish. Um, I'm going to do it with dignity and respect, and I'm going to have a lot of fricking fun doing it. So um, I think it's a win-win. And, you know, whether you you hate my idea or you love it, at least we're talking about it. And um, (laughs) I think there's a lot of positive things um,
0: coming from that. For sure, for sure. <laughs> and and as, as you're talking about there, hate it or love it, you're generating a ton of interest. But you talk about your YouTube channel there, you're going to launch that. You and I have spoke before about your marketability and the things you've been able to accomplish in this sport that, that nobody else has really put their mind to at this point. I mean, obviously, you see big promoting guys, guys with a, t- with a ton of money that, that comes into fights when they compete. But at the same time, man, nobody's inked these kind of deals that you have and and uh, done what you've been able to do, in my opinion. Uh, this is just another instance of that, and further building the brand of the Spartan.
2: Yeah, no, and, and and having fun the whole way through. Um, I chose to be a mixed martial artist because um, I fell in love with the sport, but I saw a great opportunity when I was in university for my advertising degree to essentially make myself the brand that I am promoting, the the brand that is me. Um, and you know, uh, I took a non-traditional way. Um, to kind of use my higher learning and stay, out, stay in athletics and, and the sport that I fell in love with uh, growing up in high school. So, um, you know, I'm living the dream wide awake um, and really excited to, uh, specifically with the Ring Boy, trademark also included, um, I'm going to be having a um, a calendar that's eventually going to come out with it. And I think there's a really, like, <laughs> that is awesome. I think there's a really, I know, I know, it's going to be so much fun. Um, and I really think there's an opportunity to have heavyweights on there. Talk about, like, uh, positive body uh, opportunities as well. Positive image body uh, conversation as well. I could, you know, put a couple heavyweights on there, and now we're talking some true equality in regards to that.
0: Wow, wow, wow. I mean, obviously, you you touch, uh, not touch, but you think of all of this ahead of time. You leave no stone unturned is what I meant to say, but honestly, man, this is all planned out. The calendar idea... Following this, is there a timetable for that? When would you like to release something, something of that nature?
2: Well, my focus is to be, um, as in, you know, I got to be in the most best shape that I've ever had for this, and then I'm going to rock that off to the next fight. Um, I'm also working with uh, a couple of my brands, and the whole uh, actual campaign is called performance and show, or show and performance, just like what I'm going to do. I'm going to, you know, show uh, for a performance. In regards to, you know, my ring, de- ring boy debut, and then I'm going to have a real performance for my next fight. So it's a dualism in regards to, you know, um, the, the, the uh, I can't remember the proper term, but it, basically the idea, uh, all show, no go, is kind of what people talk about in regards to, you know, like um, fitness shows. Well, I'm going to show you the ability to be both.
0: Wow. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So just based on the hair alone there doesn't seem to be a much better fit for, for this gig. What you, you talked about some positivity there. I'd imagine it's majority positive, but what has the reaction been like? I mean, there can't be much. I'm sure there's a little bit of hate that, that, that comes along with this, but I'd imagine it's mostly encouraging from everybody in the MMA community.
2: Yeah, no, it, it's, you know, it's really been interesting in regards to what I've been in, what I've been able to kind of foster in regards to my own community online. Like, um, I, I, even when people troll me and stuff, I try to kill them with kindness. I don't necessarily take it too hard. Uh, what I, I can't really control what other people do, but what I can do is control my actual um, reaction to it. And it's an ability to, like, you know, kind of uh, calm my own self down and my own insecurities. And it actually, you know, Twitter in many ways has been used as a tool to kind of like, okay, well, why is this person saying this? And then why am I reacting? And it's actually been very therapeutic if you do it properly. Um, more importantly, um, I don't know. I'm I'm very, like, um, very thrilled that uh, you know I'm able to kind of push a more positive idea out, and it's been po- mostly positive, actually overwhelmingly positive so far.
0: Yeah, I like I said, I, I can't imagine that that that, that there's going to be too too much hate uh, coming out of this. It's a very progressive idea. It seems to be the culture shift. That's something I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, well, let's get to it now. You know, given the paradigm shift in culture of humanity, you know the current movement of, of female empowerment becoming so mainstream, y- you you have made quite a buzz with this announcement. I- I've seen a lot of outlets covering it, not just mixed martial arts either. Uh, was this just an instance of doing something cool for you? Are you trying to enact the change here? You know, what's the motivation? What's the message for you? A
2: little bit of column A and B. Uh, again, I don't think there's just one set narrative. Um, what I planned on doing was essentially promoting my YouTube channel I have um, some really fun ideas that I want to share and I thought this is a, a great one to have out of the bank and you know drive a really fun um, you know moment for myself but a larger conversation in general um, I like again I'm just doing me and love the opportunity to talk to like-minded individuals because of it.
0: Now, you talked about wanting to have fun with this. I'm wondering, what is the job going to entail exactly? I cannot imagine that you're not going to make this special and historic to go along with the narrative of it being a historic undertaking.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's so funny, uh, like, I, if anyone had actually watched the, uh, the video that I did um, on the main event uh, YouTube channel, um, I was nervous, and I still am nervous. Um, it's really me getting out of my comfort zone in the most, like, vulnerable way, like, psychologically, someone can kind of do. Um, I'm jumping into a, a female-dominated, um, uh, you know, career. And, uh, I'm trying to do it in my own way, but in a classy and tasteful way.
0: So what's the dress code going to be? I, are you going to go in there Chippendale style? I mean, what? what... No,
2: no, no. <laughs> uh, Invicta has always been on the forefront of, uh, um, being classy and, right. and, you know, um, very, uh, you know, so classy and sexy at the same time. Um, I will try and do the same. Um, we're going to be wearing, um, we going to be wearing shorts. And uh, um, like an open hoodie with like sleeveless, an athletic hoodie that's open and sleeveless. Um, Shannon and I have uh, been going back and forth on the um, the design, and I I think it's gonna be it's gonna be great.
0: Now the crowd is gonna be really fired up for this. I, I mean, all the UFC ring girls, uh, they get whistled at, hollered at. What kind of a reaction are you are you expecting from the crowd?
2: Well, I'm, I'm expecting, I'm hoping for nothing more than the same that the uh, my female uh, co workers will
0: as well. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Diplomatic answer. <laughs> I've got to ask, man, about the hair. You're going to go down, you're going to do braided, you're going to put it in a bun. What's it going to be?
2: Oh, the main event, trademark included, will be out in all its glory. This <laughs> is the perfect time to show why I have the best hair in combat sports.
0: Now, you said Ring Card Boy trademark. Have you trademarked that?
2: Yes. Yeah, yep. Uh, basically, the way it kind of works is um, I did the same thing with the main event, right? So I, I own uh, the main event North American wide, uh, even to the point where if Gucci Main ever was to have the main event TV show on, I would send them a cease and desist. It's neither here nor there. Right. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm essentially in the process with um, the. Uh, I've already done the. Canadian and now I'm in the process of uh, filing in an application, etc., etc. But either way, I pretty much have claim from it in my Canadian um, trademark earlier this year that makes it retroactive. And it's kind of like a game of who did it first. So um, that, like I already have kind of claim to it. And, uh, by the end, like I think it's like two months, I'll pretty much have the direct uh, ownership of it in the states. But it's essentially mine.
0: So is that just a good business move by you, or are you really trying to spearhead something that maybe you'll uh, be involved with moving forward?
2: Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I think Ring Boy can last uh, way long, uh, way past my athletic career, um, and I think there's a huge opportunity again if it becomes a successful calendar. What else can get to come from there? Um, you know, the main events. Uh, there's a podcast. Um, I also have a couple other really exciting things. Uh, in the works uh, for 2018 that once the chips start falling, uh, everyone will kind of, um, again, let's just say that Ring Boy, I'm really excited for it, and it's probably one of the next five things I have to announce this year.
0: Yeah, I know I know you're a guy that keeps busy, and, and there was a couple other questions I had for you about previous projects that we had talked about, but I'm wondering it, it sounds like this is not going to be a one and done thing for you. This is a recurring role that you're that you're anticipating going forward.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm hoping so. And uh, the conversation I've had with um, the Invicta team has been, you know, supportive. And I'm so excited to, like, so excited to be part of the team and uh, looking to make it a long lasting thing.
0: So speaking of roles, it's been a long time since we spoke. I wanted to ask about the uh, Street Fighter movie. Did that ever finish filming? Did it get released? Did I miss the release? What's going on with that one?
2: Still in the works. So, um, it, it is one of the really exciting things about this it has allowed me to learn to learn in many different fields, and uh, uh, this movie is no different. If anything, it has allowed me to totally understand how a business works because when you essentially um, when you essentially put together an independent movie similar to like the the, the hit that happened, Get Out, right? So, the purpose of what you do with these companies is you essentially start it on the first, on a certain date, and you do sometime, let's say, let's say an Indiegogo, right? And all that does is it shows the first little bit of, um, what do you call it? The first little bit of, uh, um, income that your new com- company has, and that's essentially your film. And that's how you get started. So, I'm going to be starting an Indiegogo shortly, um, just to kind of, again, it's, it's the, almost the, think of it as like the virtual, or not even the virtual, the like the uh, figurative, uh, you know, uh, when people break uh, the ground for uh, a home or like a building that they're going to do, you know, like they break ground or whatever. It's the same kind of a, a concept. So I'll be announcing uh, an Indiegogo in the next little bit. It's going to be really fun. Um, we changed the title now at this point to Last Hit, and that is a working title because we are in conversations, early conversations, with um, the basically uh, the people that own the trademark, and we're just filing the details before we can officially call it what we want to call it.
0: Cool, man. You know, you you talk about crowdfunding there, uh, and especially with independent films. I mean, I actually went to school for digital recording so i'm pretty familiar with nice. the, with the film side of things as well and, and i know how tough it is to do an independent film i mean just getting the funding alone to do it right but you mentioned crowdfunding i'm pretty sure uh super troopers too got all of their money through crowdfunding
2: yeah that's a classic i'm so pumped for super troopers too actually um, <laughs> right, obviously obviously right. not schnauzberg definitely is, like schnauzberg
0: i know and they and they've even uh i think they're going up to canada for that one too if i'm not mistaken in the trailer
2: i think there's a certain thing that is legalized that they're coming down to inspect (laughs)
0: if i remember correctly awesome awesome so uh staying on topic with uh with all the work you have outside of mixed martial arts and competing in combat sports how is the life uh as face of uh pert plus man
2: Uh, live and well, just like my hair, um, uh, no, you know, I'm really excited to potentially bring actually a bunch of, um, swag to Invicta, uh, and, you know, if all goes well, every single, uh, competitor will have their own two-in-one to take home.
0: Wow, wow, that would be a huge promotional kick for you, that'd be awesome, dude.
2: I think so too, and he, and again, the the real beauty about this is the fact that Shannon has been so open, and um, you know, uh, just a great you know person to work with, and I couldn't be more honored to be a part of the team, and I'm really thankful for all of her help.
0: Yeah, Shannon Knapp does not get enough props in this sport, that is for sure, man.
2: Yeah, 100. percent But you know what? Um, I, I you know, she is someone that is always pushing forward. Uh, you know hustling hard and working hard and she's too
0: busy uh, putting her head down and working to even care right right that, that that's her least concern she, she's more about putting on great fights with great uh Hell great yeah. athletes and yeah for sure man all right so uh one more off topic thing before we before we wrap this up tell me about life at tristar and what is the word with gSP you gotta give me the scoop man
2: yeah scoop right now um, you know I'm, you know, making my time both in Toronto and Montreal, as per usual, currently in Toronto, but I will be there later this week, uh, you know, it keeps on keeping on in regards to, um, obviously the beautiful, one of the beautiful things about try is the, you know, what I fell in love with mixed martial arts was the idea of the fighter's journey, and, um, they very much have people coming in from all over the world train there, and it's an amazing thing to kind of be a part of that.
0: Definitely, definitely. So, getting back to your own career, uh, I know you said that, that you'd like to compete uh, coming up here soon. You hopefully have a fight announcement within the next month or so. How many times did you like to compete this year? And uh, will the Spartan break into the top ten for sure in 2018?
2: Um, I'm hoping for at least two, um, maybe three. It just depends on all the outside stuff. But uh, after my next opponent, if they're not already ranked, I'm definitely looking for a ranked opponent
0: without a doubt, I, I I certainly hope that that's in the uh, near future for you uh, again, given the markability your skill set, watching you compete uh, this, the future is very bright for you as always, Elias in conclusion uh, thank
2: you so much,
0: Jason ah, <laughs> greatly appreciated, man uh, in conclusion, tell all the fans out there how to get in touch what can they expect at uh, Invicta 28, why do they need to make sure to tune in, and um, plug anything you'd like to plug, man yeah,
2: well always a pleasure to be here. Um, everyone can find me on at EliasDar on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, feel free to join in on the conversation on Twitter every, oh, for, for this UFC event and every UFC event pretty much moving forward um, and join in the conversation. Um, excited for Invicta 28, excited for a great night of fights and to be a part of um, you know a really fun night and uh, hope to bring more attention to women's mixed martial arts.
0: All right, and uh, j- just before we before we hang up here, it's it's the main event on YouTube. What's the YouTube handle?
2: Yeah, the the main event, and there is the trademark. You'll see the trademark and my uh, logo. It's basically just a Spartan helmet with a little bit of hair.
0: Awesome. Okay. All right. Listen, great conversation as always, Elias. Greatly appreciate the time. Looking forward to Invicta Twenty Eight. All of the, all of these awesome product projects that you have going on, and of course your uh, your next outing in combat as well. Uh, Hopefully we can catch up again soon. You have a wonderful evening up there, my friend. You too, and uh, let's chat once I get my fight uh, set. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Deal. All right, brother. All right, looking forward to it. Take care. Have a good one. You too. Thank you very much for tuning in to Episode 72, Penn Nation. This was BJPenn.com Radio, the fighter's voice. I'm your host, Jay Kinch. Pleasure to be here with you. Every time we get to put out an episode, there'll be another one coming again soon. Stay on the lookout for that. Big things coming with BJPen.com in 2018. Like I said before, guys, we are just getting started. Make sure you subscribe, share this podcast, follow us on social media, bookmark us, BJPenn.com forward slash MMA news. Stay up to date on this sport that we all love in mixed martial arts. Until next time, my friends. Peace out.